For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. And there we go, we're live, you freaks. How's everybody doing on this uh, lovely day, night, tomorrow, yesterday, whenever it may be here? I want to start out first because it is the holidays stating Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, whatever the case may be, depending on uh, your culture, where you grew up at in this world we call planet Earth and all that jazz here. So um, we'll stick with the generic saying, I guess, and Happy Holidays, be safe everyone, and this is where somebody would uh, also then uh, fit in. Don't do nothing I would do, but I'm not going to be one of those, and uh, yeah, just uh, do you, but be safe though. Be safe over the holidays. However though, welcome back to Our Last Podcast. This is episode number five. This episode is being recorded on December the 21st, just for everybody uh, to be aware of this, uh, especially when we go into like the current events and uh, all that kind of dealio here, but... Because it is kind of, uh, it is the holiday season and all that. The festivities are coming up. Let's uh, chit-chat about uh, Christmas a little bit here. Some people like it, some people don't. It all depends. Like, it depends if you had, like, a past positive or negative experience during the time. Or, like, especially your age, too. Like, with me, like, I grew up as the only child, I'm in my late 20s. I don't have no kids. None that I know of. None that I know of, at least. Blah, there goes my stutter. And, well, Christmas time, it's not as enjoyful. Or it's not as joyful. Enjoyful. Is that even a damn word? Yeah. Okay, scratch that. This is live and raw. We don't edit any shit out here. We just go off the top of our dome. But, uh... It's kind of, I kind of outgrew Christmas. It's more for the younger generation, for the younger individuals. Like, I remember when I was younger, especially when my nieces were younger and that too. It was more of a uh, event, more of a festivity. Don't take me wrong. I do do something during Christmas time. I, I don't really do much. I do go to my uh, biological mom's place, see my uh, two uh, biological brothers and pick on my little bro and uh, eat some turkey turkey and then uh, fall asleep into a coma and wake up and uh, that's pretty much it my Christmas uh, straight on up nothing uh, that exciting um, it's kind of a little weird my situation because I was adopted within the family per se so maybe I'll go on about that a little bit more in the near future like in another episode but you don't need to know all my back history and Probably a lot of you that are listening in that came from uh, other platforms that I create content on, a majority of you probably are already aware of uh, my background history. So, yeah, I don't feel like I need to repeat myself unless there's like a demand for that. I don't know. If you are listening to this on YouTube or if you can like comment on one of the mobile apps that you're listening in on, leave a comment down below. It would be muchly appreciated on our behalf. Give us some constructive criticism here. When I say us, it's Davey and Caden. However, unfortunately, Caden is not with us here today. Um, we tried our best to uh, get Caden into episode 5. Before we uh, started out, unfortunately, uh, during the testing phase, there was some technical issues. So um, he's going to have to step this one out again. Uh, only because, well, we want to give you, I know we don't give you the best type of quality, but we want to give you decent audio quality at least. And, well, Caden's mic slash headset, it was giving off some echo-ness. 
and also some uh, f- some type of feedback. Or s- I don't know what it was. Uh, he he's gonna look into it. He's, he might invest in a new one over the Christmas break. So stay tuned, all you freaks. He'll be back eventually. He's here with us in spirit, like always, my brother from another mother. And uh, he's also wanted me to tell you all to have a great holiday and a Merry Christmas if that's what you celebrate. So keep that in mind. Big shout out to Caden. And Caden, if you're listening to this, your own podcast, that's kind of weird. Merry Christmas to you there, brother. Merry Christmas to you. But uh, hey, it could be a lot worse though with Christmas time. Because like I said earlier, or I don't even know if I did say that. I'm not that big with Christmas. It's To me, it's like another day, kind of. like Except with turkey, I guess, to a degree. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Because like, there's nothing special about it. I don't, I'm single, I'm, uh, I don't have a family, like I said, I don't have no kids that I know of, and I'm in my late 20s, so it's not as relevant uh, for me. I hate the snow that comes down, but I do enjoy, like, at least having, like, at least uh, about, like, a centimeter or two centimeters of snow, just for the young uh, individuals to make it look more Christmassy, if that's a word there. It's it's for the younger generation, for the ones that are growing, waiting that Christmas Eve, just waiting and waiting and putting out Santa's cookies and uh, milk for uh, him and uh, his reindeer and just waiting for the presents and all that. I remember those days vividly, uh, if you know what I mean there, little pun. But um, nowadays, especially with the snow, like I, I could care less. Like I'm like the most unstereotypical type of Canadian, honestly, out there. Because, like, I hate snow. I don't do, like, no winter sports activities. Like, skating, snowboarding, skiing. None of that. Like, but it could be a lot worse. Because I do recall coming across an article uh, earlier today I was reading on the internet. It was uh, on ABC. It was on an ABC uh, website. But it was for Australia. ABC Australia something. I forget what the source was. You can probably... Uh, Google it, and most likely everybody does that Google thing nowadays. But uh, South Australia, their Christmas, it's going to be predicted to be 40 degrees Celsius. That's not Fahrenheit, that's Celsius. 40 degrees Celsius. They're going to go through a huge heat wave during Christmas before storms start to uh, hit up. I think it's like when I was reading the article. Here, I'm going to bring it up. Because I'm pretty sure like on average, like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, the day afterwards, Boxing Day. Because I know some places don't have Boxing Day around the world here. It's like it averages between like mid-30s to like low-40s. Which is ridiculous. And I'm the one up here in Canada complaining about the snow. And uh, down south, they're getting this humongous heat wave during Christmas time. And then right afterwards, supposedly, uh, it's predicted that there's going to be some type of a tropical storm or a tropical uh, cyclone. That's the case, yeah. Uh, here's a quote, actually. Quote, unquote. It is firming up that rem- remnants of the tropical cyclone and tropical low that are up there at the moment will move into the northwest of our state during Christmas Day, unquote. Mr. Kalopi said, I apologize for mispronouncing your name there and mispronouncing the word mispronounce. Yeah, okay, scratch that. But that's, yeah. That's what I always say, folks. If you think you got a bad, just think about uh, what other people have to go through around this uh, planet that we live on here. That's so... Wow. I couldn't believe that. Like, imagine, especially, like, if you have, like, a Christmas type of tradition, like, you like you go out, you build a snowman, or whatever the case may be, or something that's, like, factors in snow, and then down in South Australia, good luck if you're going to even see one little drop of any inclination of snow whatsoever in 40 degrees Celsius. 
of heat. Now that's just, whew, you can get your tan on there. Maybe I should move down to Australia. I would love to go to Australia. That would be, see, the two places that I would love to go to before I died, or before I die, my bad, there goes my uh, grammar. My English teacher would probably slap me for that one. Uh, would be Australia and uh, the Netherlands. I think I talked about the Netherlands in a past episode, perhaps. Or maybe that was on a different platform. But I'd love to go to Australia. I love the music scene. The one thing that does hold me back is the wildlife, per se. Specifically, those damn snakes. Okay, I got a little phobia. Okay, scratch that. I got a big phobia when it comes to snakes. It doesn't matter what kind of snake, even a garden snake. And you can just imagine the different types of uh, species when it comes to the snake family down in Australia. I don't even want to, no, I don't even want, not even, not even going to go there. Not even, nope, nope, that's, yeah. Hey, during Christmas, hey, here's our tradition. Let's go out and catch ourselves a big ass anaconda. No, 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 no. But uh, do we, I wonder if any uh, any of all you freaks that are listening in, do you all have any type of tradition or anything uh, like that? Like, uh, do you sing, like, uh, carols with your family? Do you have, like, a movie night, bef- like the night before Christmas or the night of? Or do you just go over to your family? Or do family come over to you? What What's the case may be? I'm very curious on uh, other people's uh, perspectives on how they celebrate Christmas cuz like we do, like I don't even do none of that. I don't think I've ever done those little things there like even like singing Christmas carols or nothing like that. Like e- I don't even know what my favorite carol would be in reference to uh Christmas. If I had to pick one of my favorite ones, I would uh, I was going to go with like oh no, it's Silent Night. I was going to go with Silent Night, but probably with, I don't want to go with something cliche like Jingle Bells or rocking around the Christmas tree, do-do-do-do-do-do-do, you know? Uh, well, this is kind of cliche, but I do like this song, though. Probably want to, yeah, overall, there's, there's many. Uh, there's roast nuts. Roasting on an open fire, and I just screwed those lyrics up completely. And I'm gonna stop singing. This ain't no Canadian Idol, but I'm gonna go with uh, "Walking in the Winter." No, it's uh, "Winter Wonderland." That's the name of the song. I had to think of what the name is for it there, but uh, yeah, my bad, my bad. Anyways, though, everybody, I think that's enough with the Christmas talk here. We're going to jump into our uh, segment here. If you're new to our last podcast, uh, how we usually do this, uh, we usually shoot the shit for the first, like, I don't know, 10 to 20 minutes, give or take, uh, whatever's on the top of our head or whatever's going on in life. or It's all about timing between me and Caden here, or Caden and I. However, uh, I'm uh, going solo yellow at the moment here, and I think this is a good time for us to go into our weekly current events uh, of the podcast. And then how we usually end up uh, ending this podcast is uh, throwing out some uh, weird WTF facts of the week as well. We try to uh, throw out some um, information, try to be informative uh, try to educate uh, to a degree or just be goofy or just uh, speak the truth. Say it how it is or talk based. Give some uh, advice based on like life experiences or whatnot. So uh, that's just for everybody that's uh, new here. We're also on multiple platforms. Like we're on YouTube. Uh, that's not really like a mobile app. We're on like a number of mobile apps, I, well over, I can't even count on two of my hands. I think we went over all the mobile apps that we're on currently for our last podcast in the previous episode. So go check out episode four if you like, everybody. Shameless little plug there. Um, I don't want to repeat all those uh, mobile apps because I just feel like a broken record when doing so. So we're just going to uh, drop the mic and uh, leave it at that here. How? Ever though, it is getting almost close to midnight. 
we're going to uh, get this going here. We're, 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 we're on time to a degree, to a degree. But I, I, I try not to focus on the number. I try to just let it flow. I like to have this, like I said earlier and in previous uh, episodes, this uh, podcast here, it's live and raw. We don't edit nothing out or anything like that. This is what you get. We want it to be all natural. We don't want us to come across as if we're like reading from something or like we sound like so robotic we're reading like statement after statement after statement after statement for like a whole hour straight. Like who would listen to that shit, honestly? I know I wouldn't. And I'm always the type of person to put myself in the other uh, person's shoes, like put myself in another perspective, try to think outside the box. Like, for example, uh, with this podcast here, I always ask myself, would I listen in on what I'm talking about? Would I be intrigued? Would I stay and continue listening uh, to these episodes here? I try to put my uh, mind in the viewer's mindset if that makes any sense. It does in my head, maybe it doesn't. Normally when I think of these things, it makes a lot of sense in my head. I, th- I think that I'm a genius sometimes with the ideas that I think of in my head. But once they uh, are vocally coming out of my mouth and are vocalized, yeah, I certainly sound like one dumbass. Uh, majority of the time. I won't even uh, sugarcoat it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. I was going to, but uh, there's no point because, yeah, y'all will call me out on it anyways. And that's why I love all you freaks anyways because, hey, you will call me out on it and I respect that. I do, I do. There's no point in me trying to uh, play off a persona or be this fake-ass type of uh, character or whatnot. You you get what you get here. This is Davey. When Caden's here, that is 100% Caden. It is what it is we are just like all you we are average human beings so uh on that note we're going to jump on over to the weekly current events here for our last podcast episode number five i keep on wanting to say episode four but this is five and i'm just i'm always catching myself in in my brain and i just ruined that by vocally saying that nice one so uh, if you know here how we usually uh, go about these current events and all that, uh, I will uh, throw out a source, a website or whatnot that I got an article from. I will talk about the article, give you the name so you can Google it, check it out for yourself to see if it's maybe you have information that I don't that contradicts it. So uh, just putting it out there for all you. This is why we give you our sources when we talk about specific articles in case you have information that we don't or you want to inform us and uh, open our minds on a specific subject. Hey, we're, we're just like you. We can screw up. Don't take us as Wikipedia and I hope that you don't use Wikipedia as a reliable source. Okay? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So... Article number one for our weekly current events here, everybody, is from GameRant.com. This is in reference to an old classic Mega Man game. And the article states, Mega Man 1-6 coming to mobile next month. And this was, uh, this article was created two days ago. So if today is the 21st, this would have been created on the 19th of December, if my math is correct. Hopefully I carried over the one there. But uh, I'm just going to read a little bit off the article here, and then we'll go a little bit more into it. So, Capcom reveals that the first six games in the Mega Man franchise will be released for iOS and Android devices with a release date set for January 2017. When it comes to Capcom franchise that should be revived, Mega Man sits near the top of the list. One of the classic platformers of the NES era. The Blue Bomber was... Oh, excuse me. The Blue Bomber has certainly seen better days with new releases for the character not in sight. 
This has disappointed plenty of the franchise's fans, but at least the original games are due to see another release this time in the form of mobile ports. Capcom has confirmed that Mega Man 1-6 will be released for iOS and Android devices with a launch date currently set at January 2017. This continues Capcom's strategy of aggressively integrating its franchises on mobile after the publisher revealed its initial plans to release mobile games based on Mega Man and Monster Hunter earlier this year. Exactly when in January these releases are due to take place has yet to be confirmed, but Capcom has given fans of Mega Man a firm to fill in to be notified once the games are available. And then they go on a little bit more. Uh, Google it if you want to uh, yeah, see more of the article there. But hey, Mega Man going to mobile. I'm pretty sure it already went to mobile. Is this another release to mobile? Now that's a classic. I remember playing that game. What was it on? I always mix up the old... Uh, Gaming uh, consoles, N64, the Super Nintendo, and the NES, the regular Nintendo, those three consoles. I remember playing Mega Man on one of the one of the three, maybe on multiple uh, console platforms back in the day. Uh, but Mega Man, that was my shit. Oh, I love that game. That was a classic, and it's coming back too. For uh, hey, they're pulling a um, what was it that Pokemon game that they did. Uh, on mobile. They're pulling a card out of their uh, hat. Yeah, I see what they're doing. I see what they're doing. Smart. Hey. It's all about those microtransactions, I guess. It's life. Every bit, People are going to want to make money somehow. And isn't that how life goes around? Money, right? That's how we all get around. Money. That's what some people think. Think what you like, though. But uh, with that article, though. I, I I can't wait. Even though I don't play any uh, like games or apps or anything like that on mobile devices, I'm pretty excited for the Mega Man franchise. That's that, that's great news, honestly. Can't wait, can't wait. But we're going to uh, move on to the next one, everybody. Here, this is going to be article number two, and this article is on the actual NBA.com uh, website. That will be the source here. And the title of the article is Shaquille O'Neal Statue to be Unveiled at Staples Center. You heard it correctly. And this statue looks kind of sick. Like I'm looking at it right now. I know I, I apologize. It sucks when it comes to podcasts. You, you all don't really get like a visual. But just Google it. Shaquille O'Neal Statue to be Unveiled at Staples Center. It looks really, really nice. I like this. I don't know how they're going to have it set up. Like, I guess the picture that I'm looking at, based on, like, the angle, it looks pretty sick. But I I guess if you have to take in consideration, like, where they're going to actually, actually place this statue and, like, how it's going to be angled. Because it's, like, it's kind of a weird shape to a degree. Well, any human body is a weird shape. If you know what I mean, but yeah, ignore that. But let's get a little bit into the article here. This article was posted on December the 20th and it goes uh, as is, quote unquote, a bronze statue of legendary L.A. Lakers and NBA Hall of Fame player Shaquille, a.k.a. Shaq O'Neal, will be unveiled in Stars Plaza at Staples Center prior to the Lakers game on March 21st, 2017. And I do apologize. I'm not going to edit that out. I meant to say March the 24th. Not the 21st, the 24th. Number 4, not number 1, number 4, okay? That's when it's going to be unveiled on March the 24th, 2017. Just to clarify there. As a tribute to the larger-than-life Laker great whose career with the organization produced three NBA championships, the LA Lakers Staples Center and AEG organizations commissioned the creation of a 1,200-pound 
nine-foot bronze statue of the NBA Hall of Fame member. O'Neal's statue will be connected to Staples Center, suspended 10 feet above ground at Star Plaza. So it's going to be, like, elevating? They're going to have a 1,200-pound statue elevating 10 feet above the ground. Hashtag sketchy. They better have that 10 feet underneath it kind of secure it or just in case. Like, you got to watch out for that whole negligence type of ordeal. That's, uh... I'll leave it at that, but uh, let's get back to the article here. O'Neal was a member of the Lakers from 96 to 2004, leading the team to three consecutive NBA championships from 2000 to 2002, winning the NBA Finals MVP award each time. A seven-time All-Star for the Purple and Gold, O'Neal was also named the NBA's most valuable player in the year. 2000, when everybody thought the world was going to end. All you, the millennium. But uh, we'll leave it with that article. This is like another paragraph or two, but if you just uh, Google Shaquille O'Neal statue to be unveiled, uh, I would imagine this will pop up. This is uh, directly on the NBA.com website as well, so... That's as credible as you're going to get for a source. I just want to put that out there. But hey, congrats to him. Um, When is this going to be? Like I said, it's going to be on Friday, March 24th, 2017. The ceremony begins at 5 p.m. And the uh, unveiling will be at 6.05 p.m. approximately. Where, that you ask? The ceremony will take place at the permanent location of the statue. Star Plaza at state at Staples Center. Hey, good job there, Shaq. Congrats, congrats to everybody. But uh, we're going to move on to article number three here, everyone. But don't worry, we do have some more sports news uh, coming up in a little bit for all for the current events. So for all you sports addicts, stay tuned. I just wanted to give you a little teaser there because uh, now. I want to jump quickly into a little, uh, I was going to say teaser, but this ain't a teaser. Some uh, information for all you Walking Dead uh, addicted freaks out there. Because, not just today, but I think it was two days, how many days ago? There's two. There's basically two characters on the Walking Dead that they had their birthdays, okay? I came across an article uh, wishing Glenn... A.K.A. Stephen Yoon. Apologize if I mispronounce your name. Uh, that people were uh, wishing him a happy birthday. That he was turning uh, 33 as of... Uh, was it today? The 21st? Was today his birthday? I thought it was a couple days ago. Maybe not. It's not. It's saying it as of today, and this article was written on the 21st of December, according to comicbook.com. Uh, the title of the article is Happy Birthday, Stephen Yoon Turns 33 Today, December 21st, 2016. And I'm not going to spoil Glenn's character or what he does or what has happened or anything like that for all you Walking Dead freaks. Uh, it shouldn't even matter because it's been many, many months now. But yeah, the show is on hiatus. Well, not on hiatus. It's on break. They do their mid-season finales and that's what's happening right now. I think it's going to be starting back up The Walking Dead, the second half of season seven as of February the 12th, 2017. So uh, stay tuned for that there for all you uh, Walking Dead freaks. However, though, it's not just only Glenn's birthday. Not just only Glenn's birthday, because I was uh, on Twitter today, and I saw The Walking Dead tweet out, wishing a happy birthday to another character um, on their cast. And he goes by the name of Jesus. Okay? Not, not, the, not, not Jesus Jesus, but The Walking Dead's character named Jesus. Or Jesus. No, not Jesus. He really goes by Jesus. Yeah. So, um... Happy birthday to both of you there, Glenn and Jesus. 
Thanks for the great acting. Um, I used to be a huge fan of Walking Dead. I'm kind of been slowly departing the last couple of seasons for personal reasons. I don't, I don't need to get into that. I think I ranted about that on one previous episode. But uh, the the actor that plays uh, Jesus, his name is Tom Payne. So uh, happy birthday there, Tom Payne. Uh, I just thought to uh, put that out there for uh, all the Walking Dead uh, addicts. Because I know they're just itching for their fix. It's been, uh, what, a couple weeks now since uh, the Walking Dead has stopped. Since the mid-season finale. And now they have to wait until February to start back up again. And how they normally do it uh, with The Walking Dead. They like to uh, leave some episodes anticlimactic. Okay, I'll leave it at that. Use your imagination like I always say. It's uh, it's uh, no comment. Yeah, I don't need to go on a rant about uh, that. No thank you, no thank you. So uh, we're going to move on to the next article here, everybody. And uh, this next article is um, actually fairly stunning. It kind of ha- is in relation to the winter, to the holidays. Uh, this article is from the WashingtonPost.com. It was uh, posted on December the 21st by Jason Same Now. Same Now is his name. I apologize for mispronouncing. Mispronouncing. I can't even pronounce that damn word. I keep messing up words. Okay, deal with it. Plain and simple. I'm going to just stop apologizing. Man, I'm such a Canadian here. So, uh, the article states, Everyone was stunned. Snow falls in the Sahara Desert town for the first time in 37 years. 37 years. Snow has fallen in the Sahara Desert town. And the pictures look beautiful. Like, Google this. This is, if you're going to Google anything, I'd recommend do your research if you think that uh, you have information that could contradict what I'm saying here or contradict uh, these articles that I'm talking about here. Uh, Google, Google, Google that stuff. Do your research. I would recommend that. that do your, uh, do, do, do your due diligence. That's the law term I think I'm, you, looking for there but uh, these pictures here they are wow astonishing and I th- honestly would recommend uh, for you all to google this google these uh, pictures here this like I would imagine it's not just washingtonpost.com that has this and there's probably many other websites just google um, snowfalls in Sahara desert town for first time in 37 years those pictures man Wow, that's beautiful. Imagine. That's so cool. But uh, let's get to the article here. Um, Quote, unquote. In the Sahara Desert, known for its suffocating heat, a freak snow shower coasted... uh, Wait, my bad. I'm going to just start from the gecko here with the article. Got a little excited there for a second. Quote, unquote. In the Sahara Desert, known for its suffocating heat, a freak snow shower coated the dusty dunes near the Algerian town of Ansafra. Hopefully I pronounced that correctly. It hadn't uh, snowed in the town called the Gateway to the Desert since 1979. Photographer Karim Bukata captured gorgeous images of the red rolling dunes frosted in white. Oh, those are beautiful captured pictures, I must say. Quote, unquote. Everyone was stunned to see snow falling in the desert. It is such a rare occurrence, Buchata told the Independent. It looked amazing as the snow settled on the sand. Oh, I would imagine. And just this, just the sight itself, the, the spectacle of it. That would be... That would be something. Uh, also, the article goes on saying, Buchetta added that the snow lingered a day before melting. Ooh, so they even had a whole day while it stayed on the ground. That's oh, nice. It didn't just... Oh, that's a little treat for them over there. Uh, Anne Sephra, founded it in 1881, has a population of about 35,000. 
it's in Western Algeria. Algeria. It's in Western Algeria, about 28 miles east of the border uh, of uh, Morocco. Okay, so it's east of Morocco. Okay, it gives me a little uh, reference, even though I suck at geography. That's some uh, cool stuff, though. That's cool. Interesting, interesting article. Well, let's just say uh, people, um, global warming? Like, look at this. You got South uh, Australia going to have like 30 degrees Celsius weather for uh, Christmas time. And now we have the, the Sahara Desert town uh, getting snow for the very first time in over in 37 years. Like, yeah, um, let's just say. Um, hashtag global warming. <laughs> what else can I say there? Honestly, that's wow. You would never expect that. Like in those specific areas, how the climate changes so drastically. But what what can you do? What can you do? So we're gonna move on to our next article here, everybody. And um, our next article, we're gonna go back into the gaming topic here because we talked a little bit about Mega Man, but there is some news um, about the classic console, the NES. The Nintendo, the original, the OG. And here's how it goes. This article was from foxnews.com. It was published on December the, December the 20th. And the title of the article is Best Buy's Big NES Classic Edition Sale is Happening Right Now. Well, technically yesterday, not right now. Because today's the 21st and this was published. Yeah, this was published on the 20th, so we're about a day late if I carry over that one. And yeah, okay, great. A little behind, but hey. So uh, with the article here, it goes on saying, quote, unquote, there's still time to buy the NES Classic for Christmas. Okay, here we go. But you have to act fast. Oh, damn it. To take advantage of Best Buy's massive NES Classic Edition sale going on right now. But going to BestBuy.com and adding the console to your shopping cart won't cut it. No, that won't cut it. You actually have to go to one of the Best Buy's more than 1,000 retail stores that will get the NES Classic stock today and pick a number and wait in line. Nintendo's NES Classic is the hottest Christmas gift of the season. It's consistently selling out and Nintendo can't make enough to meet demand in the US. Various retailer various retailers keep announcing new stock availability, but the stock is usually very limited. With is within reason of course. That's a classic. As we have already told you, the same is valid for Best Buy as well. Sure, more than a thousand Best Buy locations will get the console. That's probably all Best Buy locations. But the company did not say that in its original announcement. But this last minute NES classic sale is on a first come first served basis. Quote unquote, just like on Black Friday, our stores will have a ticketing process for customers waiting in line, Best Buy said in an announcement. We will only pass out as many tickets as we have consoles available and we will have a limited of one Per person. Interesting. Unquote. Unquote. So they're trying to bring the old gaming back. I like that. I'd love to get it. I like I, Myself, I have a Nintendo 64. Super, I don't have a Super Nintendo or a Nintendo. I would, even, I would love to get one of those two. I would even love to get like a Sega Genesis. Oh, that, those bringing me back to the days. Does it ever? Oh, do they ever? But hey, that's that. I wish there was a Best Buy close to where I live. I would have to drive a couple hours. And plus this article stated in the U.S. So I'm assuming this is only uh, in reference to U.S. stores. Uh, Best Buy U uh, stores in the United States. Uh, no other country. So that's what I'm assuming. They didn't really uh, be that that specific. 
Unless I did my research, do some more, I would imagine. But hey, if you want to, you all can. Just do that Google thing. Google, Google. And uh, what we're going to do here, we're going to drop it like it's hot. And we're going to uh, move on to the next one. On to the next one. On to the next one. Spit it there, Jay-Z. Yeah. And that's also... Well, that used to be a classic song. That's an oldie, though. That's many, many years old. Now, everybody, uh, we're going to jump over to this next article here. Um, I don't know how many people will be interested in this. I don't really follow the whole, like, Hollywood type of scene. Like, who's dating who, or this and that, and blah, 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 or that. It's, like, the whole Kardashian nonsense, and, like... Oh, the Johnny Depp and his wife or fiance nonsense and all that. Like, that's... I never I never got it, but this popped up in my timeline. I think this was on Facebook. It was one of the, like, latest trending news for some odd reason. And I thought to share it with you, for all you uh, Nicki Minaj, or even if you're a Meek Mill, or even if you're a Fetty Wap. Uh, fan out there for all you uh, music fans. We got some uh, information here. This is from the HollywoodLife.com. The article was published on December the 21st and the article's title states Nicki Minaj and Fetty Wap dating after splitting with Meek Mill. Shocking report. Dun dun dun. That Nicki Minaj... You, yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. I see it, I see it. So, the article goes on stating, New couple alert. Nicki Minaj and Fetty Wap are dating after her reportedly breakup with Meek Mill, according to a new claim on December the 21st. Nicki and Fetty apparently have a close relationship. They have that in quotation marks, close relationship. So I'm assuming that's like, friends with benefits or some shit like that and fans are freaking out get the romance details here okay now that's just clickbait let's uh, scroll down a little bit here we go Nicki Minaj who is 34 years old and Fetty Wap who is 25 you go Fetty going for those older ones or is it Nicki going for those younger ones because wasn't Meek Mill younger than Nicki as well oh yeah yeah it says Meek Mill is 29 Years of age. So Nikki likes the younger guys. Yes, I got a chance. Yeah, yeah. Hey, how you doing? But anyway, let's get to the article. I'm getting off topic. So uh, the female artists and the 679 rapper are a item, according to the new report from Media Takeout on December the 21st. Nikki and Fetty had developed a close relationship, her friends tell the site, adding that the two music stars are working on projects together and maybe more. O-M-G. Really? They use those abbreviations? O-M-G? And then it goes on. Could you imagine getting some Nicky and Fetty tracks along with a steamy romance all at once? No, 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 thank you. I'll pass, okay? I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Hey. Music, it's music. It's, uh... Whatever your preference is, it's, I always say it comes down to the... The eye of the beholder. I know it's a cliche, old, weak-ass saying, but it's true, though. Anyways, going on with the article here. However, this seems a bit too good to be true, don't you think? Especially since Nikki is still with Meek Mill, despite reports including MTOs that claim she and her longtime beau have split. In fact, if Nikki and Meek were going to break up, they would have a long time... They would have a long time ago, a source exclusively told Hollywood.com, HollywoodLife.com, adding that there's a lot of love between them. Few. So there's still a lot of love between Meek and Nikki, but Nikki's doing a little something-something on the side with Fetty. So the article goes on with, It's no secret that Nikki's remained uh, by her man's side throughout their... Uh, a tremendous uh, relationship and Arasur said despite the ups and downs she doesn't intend on leaving him not to mention we learned that Nikki and Mika are even talking about starting a family together so cute so wait Nikki Minaj according to this article is still with Meek Mill looking to maybe start a family maybe 
not she's not intending to leave him, but she has a little something something on the side with Fetty Wap though, according to this article. So I know this is, might be sounding a little cheesy. This is going to be such a cheesy pun, but like Nicki Minaj, it looks like she's just looking for a menage a trois or something like that, if you know what I'm saying. But I don't know. Hey, Hollywood for you. So like, would they like change their names now? Like you know how Hollywood does it with their names, like with Nicki Minaj and Fetty Wap. How would we combine their names? Would that be like Nicki and Fetty? Would that be like Ficky? Would we call them Ficky if they seriously started dating? Or would we call them Nikki and Fet... Uh, we would call them either Ficky or Netty. N-E-T-T-Y. Yeah, Netty. Ficky or Netty. I don't know with that one. Or we could just uh, swap the names like Nikki Wop and Fetty Minaj. I don't know. You know how these Hollywood uh, couples are. They try to combine their names together to, yeah, publicity and... Hey, everybody has their own intentions, so we uh, we just sit here and um, yeah, search the internet and just uh, judge over and over and over and over again. And don't say you don't. You we all judge, okay? It's the internet. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do here? But hey, just have to throw that out there for uh, all you uh, Minaj fans, your Fetty Wap and Meek Mill fans. Um, yeah, honestly. To be truthful, I could care less about this, so we're just going to move on to the next article here. This is going to be our very last one, and then we're going to jump into the WTF uh, Weird Facts of the Week here, everyone. And then we'll uh, end our episode 5 for our last podcast. So, remember when we were uh, talking earlier about a NBA current event in regards to Shaquille O'Neal, and I said, hey, we'll be back for all you uh, sports fans out there. And we are back. I have not forgot about you all at all. I'm a little farther away from my mic, so my, the it might have faded a little bit. My bad. This article is in reference to hockey. This is on the NHL.com site. And the article was published on December the 20th, 2016. The title of the article is Yarme Yager Prime More Potent. Then, oh wait, no, no, no. The title is Yarme Yager's Prime More Potent Than Mark Messier's. Big season give Florida Panthers forward edge in comparison with Hall of Famer. So right now, I guess is a comp- they're comparing Yager and Messier. This is a doozy because you know how they do this in the NBA with Jordan and LeBron James. So. uh Let's see what they got to say about uh, Yager and Messier in this article here in the uh, NHL. Because Messier, he's he's a legend. He goes way back. Nothing to take away from Yager as well. I used to watch Yager when uh, he used to play on the Panthers. Not the Panthers, the uh, Penguins. And I'm actually shocked. I didn't even know that he was still in the NHL. And even on the Florida Panthers currently. I had no idea. I thought he wasn't even in the NHL, Yager. So, uh, let's get to the article here. So, quote, unquote, Florida Panthers forward uh, Yager scored career point number 1,887 against Buffalo Sabres on Tuesday, tying Mark Messier for second place on the NHL's all-time scoring list with three assists in a 4-3 shootout victory. A closer look at the underlying numbers confirms Yager's scoring achievements have eclipsed Messier's. Yager's peak was greater than Messier's, whose career totals were boosted from having played in the high-scoring 1980s, with Yager's numbers lower from having spent several seasons outside the NHL. Okay, I knew he spent some time outside the NHL. Back to the article, though. Yager's scoring peak began in 94-95 when he won the Art Ross trophy for the first time by leading the NHL with 70 points in 48 games. He went on to lead the league in scoring in four of the following six seasons and had 760 points in 495 games between 94 and 95 and 2000-2001. That works out to 23.6% 
more scoring than Timu Salani, who was in second place with 615 points in 502 games during that same time. In contrast, Messier never won the Art Ross Trophy. In his seventh season prime from 1983 to 84 to 1989 to 1990, Messier scored 680 points in 496 games, which ranked him number 10. That was a period in the late 1980s when Messier's three season scoring totals reached fifth, but he was never the league's top offensive player like Yager was. Damn, throwing out those stats. And they go on. This article keeps going on and on and on and on and on and on. So they're basically saying, hey, they're basically putting a note there. Could Yager be the new Marc Messier? The numbers are there kind of thing. But it's 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 more than just numbers. It's It's what do you do for the team? Like, both of them had the C. They were captains at one point. For certain teams, like how did they contribute? How were they were how were they a factor as a captain or as an assistant captain? Like you have to also compare their weaknesses and strengths and all that. So I don't want to uh, compare Messier and Yager because I like them both, and to me, I feel like I'm going to, especially when I'm comparing two individuals from two different generations where the game was slightly different. Not slightly, it was different uh, from when Yager was playing currently now to back then when Messier was playing. So it's like, it's it's more so like apples and oranges and I don't want to uh, go there. So that's pretty much it everybody for our uh, current events of the week. And now we're going to jump into our next segment here, which is going to be the WTF Facts of the Week. Enjoy everybody, sit back, hopefully you might get a chuckle out of this, so maybe something be like, hey, I did not know that, that's, wow, okay, that I, that blows my mind, or hey, no, I call bullshit on that kind of thing. Um, with these facts, I'm just going to throw out random facts for you all, some will be maybe funny, some might be informative, some might be just completely pointless, some might be interesting, it's... It's whatever your preference is. So I'm just going to read off a, a shitload of these. Uh, the Actually, the source that I'm going to be using for it is from uh, Twitter. I'm going to use a Twitter uh, account. Uh, this Twitter account that I'm going to be using for episode 5 here is going to be Daily True Fact. At Daily True Fact. So if you have any information, or if you think these facts are BS, or uh, you have something to contradict these facts... Feel free to tweet them. These are not my facts. I'm reading off their facts, okay? And don't forget, before we uh, get into all of this, we're going to throw out a weekly hashtag for everybody here. And I think we're going to uh, go with something... Well, actually, let's go with what we already used. We already used a hashtag earlier, so why don't we just use that kind of thing? Yeah, so uh, if you're new here, we usually throw out a hashtag, and uh, how this works is um, after listening, or you can comment down below if you're on Facebook or Twitter, use the hashtag, tweet it out, tweet at us, tweet at me or Caden, or even at our last podcast, one or three of us, any of us, and uh, let us know uh, by uh, using our hashtag. So the hashtag that I would love for everybody to use today or for the next upcoming week, will be hashtag global warming yo. That would be hashtag global warming yo. I was going to use hashtag global warming like we did earlier when I was talking about uh, the current events, but we're going to put yo at the end just to mix it up, put our own little flavor flav up in here. So everybody that's uh, listening in, that has tuned, that's tuned in up till now, Go to Facebook, go to Twitter. You don't have to tweet us. You can if you want, but tweet out, post out, go to any type of social media platform that uses hashtags and use, of course, hashtag our last podcast. But also, please use for the next week or until our next episode comes out, hashtag global warming yo. All one word, global warming yo. 
So let's get to the WTF facts here. And our very first one is going to be, quote unquote, one of the best ways to achieve your goals is to surround yourself with people who have dreams, goals, and ambition. Quote unquote, marijuana is illegal but has never caused any deaths from usage. Cigarettes kills millions and they are legal and can be purchased anywhere. Unquote. Quote, these are the dumbest... Oh, that was that, and that gives me a link, and I can't send you guys a link. You don't get no visual on the podcast. I should read before I talk here. My bad. Just skip to the next uh, fact here. WTF fact. Quote unquote. Having a low opinion of yourself is not modesty. It's self destruction. Quote unquote. Pretending not to care only makes things worse. Avoiding something makes you think about it more. That's so true. Quote unquote. The best person in your life is the one who comes first in your mind after reading this sentence. Davy. Remember, Davy. Okay, I'm trying to just throw it some subliminal messages there. Ignore that. Quote, unquote. Psychology says you don't really need someone to, com- to complete you. You only need someone to accept you completely. Hmm. Quote, unquote. Bill Gates has given away approximately $28 billion since 2007 and has saved approximately 6 million lives. Quote, unquote, spending a great amount of time with someone can literally cause you to pick up their habits. Quote, unquote, daydreaming is a mild state of hypnosis. Quote, unquote. It's okay and I'm fine are the two most common lies spoken in the world. Oh yeah, that's just to get a conversation. That's just so you feel dead air and they, the other person just keeps going. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, oh, I'm fine, yeah, okay, yep, it's okay, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, that's when you know they're not even paying attention in what you're saying. Uh, quote, unquote, when you have a crush on someone, your brain overlooks and ignores the flaws of that per- person, causing them to appear Perfect. Especially when you're in that honeymoon phase. I had to add that last little part there. Quote, unquote. At least two people have been murdered for unfriending someone on Facebook. <laughs> really? I, I, need to, I need some research on that one. Two people have been murdered for unfriending someone on Facebook. Oh, dear God. I must have a lot of people looking to kill me. Oh, well. Quote, unquote, the best friendships tend to be with the people in which you can openly be weird with. You hear that, Caden? Yeah. <laughs> Quote, unquote, the average long distance relationship falls apart after four and a half months. That's, uh, that, hey, Swag, shout out to you, homie. Remember that fact right there. Four and a half months, long distance relationship. My my fam he he has uh, he has girl problems. Okay, we'll leave it at that. I don't want to get into his uh, personal business on here. Uh, quote unquote: The average American spends a third of their overall time online playing games and using social networks. Hmm, I probably know some of them, probably. And last but not least, uh, we'll go with this one here. Quote unquote: Hiccups are often caused by not eating enough. Or overeating. That's oh, I never knew that. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Cool. So everybody, that's it for our uh, WTF weird facts of the week. I, I usually just call them WTF facts. I don't know why I'm calling them weird facts. As adding the word weird. I don't know. I keep changing it up by mistake every uh, episode here. But I hope you all did enjoy. Don't forget, everyone, uh, To if you want to support us, we are on Twitter. We're on Facebook as well. Just search Our Last Podcast. Uh, remember, that our is not O-U-R. Our is in one hour. H-O-U-R. Okay? So, remember that. Our Last Podcast. Uh, remember the hashtags. Hashtag Our Last Podcast. And please use our weekly hashtag. Um, if you got this far into episode 5 here on whatever type of social media you may be on. Uh, hashtag Global Warming Yo. Shout out to Caden as well. My homie, my brother from another mother. 
you have a good holiday, buddy. We'll, we'll be in touch. We'll be talking well before then anyways. And everybody that's listening, and especially for all you lovely freaks out there, like I said earlier, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah, happy whatever the hell you celebrate, or even if you don't celebrate, I get it. Sometimes people think that Christmas or some these holidays, everybody goes through them kind of like in a positive way, but there's people that it's really, really hard for them to get through, and I can relate to a degree, and I, I got you, I got you there, fam. I'm not going to say, yeah, I can relate and all that, because that's the last thing you want to hear. But uh, just, rem- just I don't know, just uh, try, just do one little thing different. That's all I ask, maybe. Try, try to mix it up. Just one little thing different. Maybe if it takes a second out of your day, a minute out of your day, an hour out of your day, I'm not looking for you to fully commit. Just just give it a try uh, if you're one of those type of people that are dreading uh, December 25th to uh, come here. So uh, on that note, I'm going to uh, shut up. And uh, with all that, everybody, much love. Yeah. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.